Happy Halloween! And welcome to day 12. That song was hella late. Could have started any later. It was already going. But it didn't pick up until now. Well, actually, it was transitioning between two different songs. Exactly, so... Anyways, <clears throat> when talking with cannabis, <laughs> we're gonna, uh. Ooh, that's stinky. It's old. Was probably Brazil's. Bad? What does old beer taste like? I don't know, because I don't really drink beer, like, at all. To me, any beer tastes old. I've had old beer one time, I think. Was it one? And I knew that shit just wasn't right. Because cause you know how them corner stores, them motherfuckers do that. I'd be checking dates. No, they just put out whatever came off the truck, and they'll have like all this inventory of beer in the back. But this has nothing to do with day 12 of 31 days of Halloween. <laughs> Oktoberfest. Yeah... If you're in Germany. German. Shout out to all of our German audience. Guten yeah. Tag. What's up, man? <laughs> I hope that wasn't offensive. <laughs> A lot of Family Guy. Do you think they watch Family Guy? I know they watch Family Guy. Do you think they find it offensive or funny that they're like poking fun at them? Everyone's offended by Family Guy. I mean, Family Guy doesn't leave anyone out. I don't matter. think Russia got offended. I think they thought that was funny. <laughs> Russia. When they were like, oh, Russian strong, and they were like making all those jokes about like how they're just like super invincible. And like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Russian baby book. Yeah, you see the, or, like the TV, and Hella it watches aggressive. you. Remember the cartoon watches you. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I don't think they were offended. I think they actually thought that was funny. Come on, it's silly. I think I think Russia laughed at that. I think they were like, "Oh yeah, it's funny." <laughs> but let's start with our first segment <clears throat> of day twelve with the <laughs> with the, which is Whip it out. <laughs> my bad. Which is mythological creature horror films. So we're gonna start with the ten best horror movie monsters based on real mythology. So if you're actually into mythology and um, creatures and such, you might be into this. But go to ScreenRant.com and check this out with us. And while he's pulling that up, I'm going to take a bong hit. We'll give you guys a second to pull up the link. I already got him. Just pull it up. It's getting it's cold. It's already up. Waiting on you to take your hit. Ugh. That beer is making me feel things. You know. The smell is making me nauseous. I'm sorry. It's probably turned into a lager. It probably was... Is there a, a best fight? Okay, September 13th, 21. It's off. But not... No, it's not. It expires tomorrow. It's October. Oh, wait, my bad. I thought it was September. <laughs> it's October. Yeah, September 13th, 21. Okay, well, okay. it's not that old, so you're fine, right? I don't see any mold. It's been in the fridge. It's not like it's been in the sun. Probably has. No, it's been in the fridge for four months. So it's been in the fridge before September. I told you this. Anyways, Fine. I'm taking this bong hit. 
Don't look like nothing wrong with it. Ten best horror movie monsters based on real mythology. <laughs> I just want to say it didn't smell like anything was wrong with it. It just had a very strong beer smell. Oh yeah, I can understand that. And I'm not the biggest fan of beer smell to begin with, so the can sitting by me was just making me feel nauseous, and that's why I had you move it. <laughs> Talk. Okay, I was too. So, Growing up, you know? So, okay, so 10 did anyone best horror ever... movie monsters. Don't say it, because we haven't... No, I just wanted to ask, did anyone ever tell you the story of that character, or did you just see it, like, in a movie or something? I saw it in, like, a Disney cartoon. Okay, because... I thought that shit was real. Because before I saw it in a Disney cartoon, um... Like, my, I think my mom told me the story first before she even showed me the cartoon. <laughs> ten best horror movie monsters based on real mythology. Number ten. Dull Hand. Dull Hand. The Headless Horseman. And if you were listening, we were kind of speaking out of context because we started the recording while we were having a conversation. And she was asking me if I've heard of it. Or did I just see it somewhere? And I told her I saw it in a Disney movie. Well, we're going to get to that whatever. right now. While Washington Irving's short story, The Legend of Sleepy Hollow, may have made the Headless Horseman a frightening monster for Americans, the legend actually comes from the Emerald Isle. Tim Burton used the Headless Horseman as the main villain for his gothic horror film, Sleepy Hollow. If you haven't seen that with Johnny Depp and Christina Ricci, I suggest you watch it. Seen that. Is it Reese or Ricci? Um, I probably I said know. her name wrong. I apologize. I love your work. I didn't mean to butcher your name. Um, but yeah, uh, babe, you know what? We should actually watch that because, you know, October, mm. Huluween and all that. I think it's still on Hulu. Word. If it's not, it's probably on Netflix, so we can still watch it. Yeah, I remember watching that with my sister one time. The Sleepy Hollow? Yeah. It's a good movie. It's actually scary, too. And I, then it says, yeah. as a black clad rider on a black horse who comes from the depths of hell under the command of whomever has taken his head. So, uh, Washington Irving's short story, they used that and they, um, did the cartoon with Disney, um, Ichabod and Mr. Toad, if you don't know, Ichabod Crane is, like, the character in The Legend of Sleepy Hollow, and he gets beheaded by the Headless Horseman. But before that happens, on the night of, they actually tell him the legend of the Headless Horseman and all that. Um, so if you've seen that cartoon, um, Ichabod and Mr. Toad... Then you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, you should go to Disney Plus, or if you have Disney Plus, look up Ichabod and Mr. Toad. And you, if you want, you can skip the Mr. Toad episode, but go to, you know, the Ichabod one because it's all about Sleepy Hollow, and the Headless Horseman, and all of that stuff. And if you don't have Disney Plus, you and can log not... in using our password. No, you cannot. Um, <laughs> sorry, I don't need you hacking my account. Um, <laughs> Because, you know, my card's set up and everything. I don't need them doing that. And um, another thing I wanted to say is that version of, like, Sleepy Hollow isn't as scary. So if your kids are interested 
or maybe you have, you know, a kid and you, you can let them out and, and you want to watch something like spooky with them, but not super scary. You could try that episode. Um, they might enjoy it. I, I grew up watching it. I mean, it was creepy, but it wasn't like, it's not like a kid watching, a nightmare on Elm street or something, you know, like there, it wasn't extreme. It's like fun, scary. So if you have maybe some kids or a kid that you want to watch that with, um, or a niece or nephew or whatever, like, yeah, the cartoon I think is a good way to ease into that. Um, number nine is Hamunkali, the tooth, what? The tooth fairies, the, the what? How do you Hamunchuli. say that? Hamunchuli. Tooth fairies. Okay. The Hamunchuli may not be very big, but they're fast, and there's a lot more of them than there are of you. Oh, fuck. I didn't fucking know that. So there, there's more than one tooth fairy. Great. And their they're population's bigger than humans. And they only carry cash. No debit cards. Oh. Or you can Apple hear all Pay. them Or PayPal. In their little bags. Yeah, I used to get like ten bucks a tooth, man. On the black market, teeth are probably worth They're more the than main that. villains in Don't Be Afraid of the Dark. Okay. Which focuses on a curious little girl named Sally who resents the fact that her mother shipped her off to live with her father and his new girlfriend in a huge stuffy house. I have seen this movie on like Hulu or Netflix or something. Like I didn't actually watch it, but I you know, I've heard about the movie. While exploring the 19th century manor, Sally accidentally stumbles across the hidden basement where the evil little creatures lie in wait. They lure Sally to her doom with promises of being friends when in reality they want to rip her apart. They're ancient demons that initially fed on children's teeth until they went until they wanted something more substantial. They are tooth fairies you hope you never see. Number eight is the Pale Man, Cyclops. Uh, what the fuck? Why did I just see like a Facebook picture of this dude? This is the character from Pan's Labyrinth. Um, I just watched that recently, and I didn't really like the movie. The character was cool, but I don't know. It was a lot. Uh, Gil Gilmer, Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, Tor Guillermo. Oh, the L is silent. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Ow, my stomach. Ugh, I'm not really feeling that great today. Sorry, guys. <clears throat> oh, that must mean that it's time. No, I just I don't know. Like in Kung Fu Panda, my time has come. <laughs> Del Toro is not only one of the most innovative directors of his generation, mm -hmm. he also possesses one of the most imaginative minds for creature creation. Mm -hmm. Pan's Labyrinth is one of the most fantastical examples of his mind put to work, with the Pale Man being one of his most iconic monsters. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Iconic monster? Yes. Uh... The dogs are like monsters. One of the most fantastical examples of his work. Let me let these I, I I don't know. Let me let the cold dog. The Pale Man takes inspiration from Stigmata, Goya paintings, and Cyclops. 
Cyclops were terrifying creatures in Greek mythology, sometimes depicted as men or giants, but always having one large eye in the middle of their forehead. They often appear in a Greek myth when the hero, or in Pan's Labyrinth, the heroine, must pass an important test. Number seven is the Leprechaun, a.k.a. demon slash fairy offspring. What? That's what that's what a leprechaun is? Okay. I'm learning so much. According to Irish mythology, leprechauns are the offspring of demons and fairies. They're mischievous creatures that hoard gold and love to play practical jokes on unwitting humans who search for their treasure troves. They can occasionally be friendly and grant humans wishes, but oftentimes humans' own greed proves their undoing when they ask for too much. Warwick Davis starred in the entire Leprechaun film series until it was rebooted in 2014 about a particularly evil Leprechaun that didn't just play pranks on people, he murdered them. His portrayal was equal parts terrifying and hilarious. Remember that movie Willow? No. That we watched with Jack, it had the two-headed, like, dog-dragon thing, and the village, and the baby, and those dog-coyote things, and you really don't remember. Sorry. You don't remember the guy that was, like, human, and he was, like, normal-sized, and the rest of them were little, or shorter? You sure we watched that? We watched it with Jack, but I was telling you the guy that played the character Willow that had to save the baby. Remember the human baby? Vaguely. <sighs> My God. So let's imagine I remembered. I was going to say, <laughs> the actor Warwick Davis, mm -hmm. who played Willow, he also played the leprechaun. Oh. Like, throughout that whole series. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Remember, remember my now. brother told yes. you he was a teenager in that's that movie. That's right, that's right. He yeah. was the dad. Yes, shit. he was the dad, and he had to save the human baby because the human baby was, was next in line to be queen and crazy. ruled the land, and she was supposed to protect oh everyone God, no. from the dark magic. Hey, that was when... Y'all should check out that no, movie. No, that was when we were talking about the magic chocolate. Yeah, magic chocolate. Magic chocolate. Six is a motor or a motor? <clears throat> a, mo a meter. A motor. A meter. <laughs> it's not a meter. <laughs> Sleep. <laughs> mm. Oh, I got it. Where's my crowd? Wait, because we just did a smooch, and we don't we don't always smooch on the mic. Or Smell do we? like beer beef. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> smell like beer. <laughs> but it's, I smell like beer. That's you. I smell like beer. <laughs> I smell like beef. That little kid, that might as well um, have been The Shining. <laughs> that little kid had The Shining, babe. That little kid was a perfect example of a 30-year-old who's hungover and still going to college. <laughs> I smell like beef. I smell like beef. I smell like beef. I smell like beef. <laughs> I smell. <laughs> <laughs> Turn it off right there. Oh my god. Oh, look who's came back to visit. He the heard beef crew. and came outside. 
He's not here to clean. <laughs> he was like, what the fuck? He's like, you know I want to sit out here with you guys. He wants his hoodie. He wants the hoodie. He wants the, the bed. He wants the atmosphere of outside. He wants to hear the cars, the birds, the trees rustling, the leaves. He loves the nature. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get back to the podcast. The task at hand. Sometimes we have to throw our little bits. Are you in reading there. them the info like I've I, been doing? Hey, hey, hey! I I am doing what you do normally on our show, as I recall. Ow! You're hurting my knee. So the motor, the Slepner, Sleepner, Sleepnir, Sleep Sleepner. Pronounce it like reindeer. A Sleepnir. Slape. <laughs> like rain. I'm slight. Whatever. When four friends go on a bike hike in the Scandinavian. A bike hike? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just had to point that out. A bike hike. No. Not I, a bike ride. I, I read that wrong. Okay. <laughs> when four friends go on a hike in the Scandinavian wilderness to honor their dead friend. So there was no bike. No, no, okay. no bikes involved. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> bikes and helmets and lights, flashlights. <laughs> uh, they go to the wilderness to honor their dead friend. Their spiritual journey takes a dark turn. The forest is governed by an ancient entity worshipped by a local cult who expects obedience or death. The creature is known as Motor, one of the Jotun Norse gods, and is said to be the bastard offspring of Loki. Okay, well, you know, most of these demigods, they just want respect, you know? If you go past them, or if you see them, you speak. You know what I'm saying? It's like... But what if they don't realize that they're passing them? So they didn't know to speak? You're on their turf, you're doing How your do you own thing. How do you know that's their turf? See, now the cult, they, they worship them, they turn them into a religion, you know, they're religious about them. And that's the problem. That's, that's why they expect so much from random ass humans like us that just aren't doing that weird shit. But it's like, you know what? If we were to have a crossing by, you know what it is, you know, I'm you know, I'm with this or you know, I'm I'm I have the star of David and I'm a Jew, you know, so you know, they could choose to accept it. That's what I'm saying. They're not. not expecting people to respect that. Or what if someone comes up with a pentagram and they're like, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. Like, you know? it's, it's, it's like, basically that's saying, like, you walk past a church, anyone that walks past a church, you have to stop and pray. Yeah. Or stop and say hello. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you don't have mm -hmm. to. So right. you shouldn't have to do that in the forest if a demigod's uh, sacrificial property is being crossed. Like, I'm just saying. It's not like mm -hmm. the, the hikers knew. Because they're not into that religion, right? They're just hiking. Right, right. <laughs> they just happen to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. Like my book, Heat. That girl, she was in the wrong place at the wrong time when the demon dog popped up, right? You remember my book? Yes. Yeah, remember when her car oh, ends up on that sacrificial ground mm -hmm. and the demon dog pops up like it was just she was in the wrong place at the wrong time like that's literally what happened Oof. yeah i think it was a great book by the way by the it, way my it, book will eventually be up on yes. amazon please purchase it yeah you want to go ahead and tell them the title of your book it's called heat yeah it's gonna be fucking great dude like 
I've read it. I think it's great. I think it's thrilling. I think it's great. I think it'll like win um, number one bestseller. Uh, especially well, I wouldn't say we, all that. <laughs> especially if we get it out before Halloween. So stay tuned. You guys know the title. Congratulations, honey. Thank you. On um on your book. I can't believe I wrote that book like a year and a half ago. It's good though. I mean, because you can probably still re you know revise it after it's been so long. You could look at it and be like, oh, I want to change this or I want to add something or you know I want to. Yeah, but I, I kind of like want to add something, but then again, I'm like, what if I just write a prequel? You could, but I like how you were able to uh, explain, get to the point. Oh well, yeah, because <laughs> I didn't want to run around the mm. whole demonology thing for too long, because then that kind of drowns out the whole actual plot that's going on. <laughs> So I just touched base on the creature a little bit. That's why I said if I write a prequel, maybe I could go more into depth about how that demonic entity got there and, you know, all that shit. Right. And I've thought about it. But I kind of want to finish this other book that I started writing, which is called The Witch in the Thicket, which is not going to be done for probably another two and a half, three years. It's going to be really complicated. It's a complicated book. But that's the title. <laughs> I have a cover and a title. <laughs> so next we're on to number five. That's the Doggin. The Doggin. The Doggin. <laughs> that's Max the, all the way. The Doogie. My Doggin. Doggin. What do you do? Do we have any Irish listeners out yeah, there? Ireland How y'all doing? What's up, Ireland? I'm actually part Irish. Hey. Are you guys smoking pot in Ireland? You're smoking in Ireland. I think they drink a lot more. You're smoking that Ireland pot, boy. They probably drink, like, smoke-infused, like, whiskeys or something. Man. Yeah, they're getting way more twisted than we are on talking with cannabis. We love you, Ireland. I want to take a vacation out there one day. Oh, we probably got to hop in the green room for our listeners. We got to tell some stories for them. Once I get my passport and everything, we're going to go to Ireland. I want to go there, and then I want to go to Amsterdam at least once. And not just because weed is legal, but because it's really pretty out there. I've seen photos of Amsterdam, and not just the weed photos, but like just their towns and everything it's gorgeous out there and i'm afraid of planes but those are the only two places that i think i would want to travel on my bucket list is ireland and amsterdam so the dogging when a young man goes vacationing with his wife and friends trouble off the coast can of spain can i see the picture of the creature oh my god it's so ugly it's like, what the hell i'm scared is that? It, it's <laughs> I try not that? to look at it for too long because it's like, um, honestly, what the fuck am I looking at? It I, started to do things. And, you know, <laughs> we fuck? we fear what we don't know. Well, right? I definitely don't know that. Is that why people are so afraid of the ocean? I wouldn't say I'm afraid. I become interested in shit like that to the point to where I become obsessed because I want to know everything about it. Like, there's still so much like I want to know about humans. Like when you did your research humans. about witchcraft? Um, that was a different story. I didn't go that deep in the depth and i probably exaggerated i feel like you went super deep the way you were talking about well it. the way i did it and the way because i like because you knew a lot i like more to think than outside the, the box people think of it as a school project i think of it as they want me to come and present the knowledge i'm like if you want me to do that 
I would do it I'm gonna in get a way, the knowledge. <laughs> in a way that, you know, would be like, okay, I actually received it because of the way they did it, the way they executed it. That's kind of how I did my speech for eating disorders. I, like, mm -hmm. really tried to make it to where everyone could, you know, take in the knowledge without it getting all jumbled up, you know? Yeah. It was a lot. It was a lot to understand, but... Yeah. And it's complex. <laughs> so, when a young man goes vacationing with his wife and his friends... Trouble off the coast of Spain forces the group to seek refuge in the small finishing—I'm uh, sorry—fishing village of Empaca. He becomes plagued by a series of dreams involving a beautiful mermaid, and soon after, fantasy and reality merge into a horrifying existence involving half-human, <coughs> half-people. Oh. oh no! <laughs> um. Yeah, an old drunk, uh, drunkard explains to the man that when the town <laughs> fell on hard times, they cast aside their faith and praised Dogen, an ancient Mesopotamian fertility god who brought them wealth and abundance. Dogen allows the attempts of the group to flee the town before the sinister deity and his followers can make them their blood sacrifice. Oh. Mm, okay. Oh, I think you'll want to talk about this one. I never knew, um, there was like, they, they're breaking it down to the point to where these people and things are like scientific creatures like that book that Jack had. Yeah, I wanted to show you guys the book, but my brother is actually at work, so I can't. And that almost makes me believe that they exist. When we have the, uh, when I had ecology class, what was it called? Oh, I forgot to tell you something. Like, seriously, seriously? Like, okay. You know, when I started getting into my obsession of, like, building fairy gardens and shit? So, I was looking up photos of, like, different fairy gardens and, you know, just to get inspiration, right? Of course, I'm on Google. And in one of the Google images, like, there's an Epsi link to this photo. And it's a photo of, like, a skeleton. Like, a really tiny skeleton. Mm -hmm. And the title of the skeleton was literally, like, Fossilized Fairy. And they said it was, like, a real, like, fossilized fairy. Sorry about that. We watch a lot of horror movies, and I think every little sound is someone trying to break and entering. So. Is that why you got up? Yeah. <laughs> the first time. You heard my sister, like. No, I heard her, but then I heard, is that so-and-so? So then I thought somebody else was opening up the door. Oh. And I immediately went up there. <laughs> you need to chill. You know I have zero chill. Take a chill pill. Let's, <coughs> let's make, let's buy some capsules, right? And just put weed in it. <laughs> chill pills. <laughs> Anyways. Frankenstein is at number four. But what is his scientific The name? Gollum. There have been many different cinematic incarnations of Frankenstein's monster. The behemoth cobbled together from different corpses by Dr. Victor Frankenstein, the earliest starring Boris Karloff from 1931, remains to this day one of the most chilling. The entity of the monster... 
What are you looking for? I need um, a toothpick. Like oh, you're gonna have to go in the house and get it because we don't have one. The entity of the monster has shown up in ancient Hebraic Hebraic. Is that it? Hebraic mythology, where it is known as the golem. It's created from inanimate matter, then brought to life by its creator, usually for a vengeful purpose involving terrorizing those that would oppose them in some way. Number three, slog. Or fairies. Why do these fairies look extremely terrifying? <clears throat> well, but but what I was telling you was that skeleton, like they were like they were fairies. Wanted, they're ten, they're fairies. It's not fairies because there's an A right there, so they're it's still pronounced fairies. When a family moves to, but anyways, yeah, that it's like they were basically gonna sell me like a corpse of a fairy That's or skeleton disgusting. of a fairy yeah and it was in like a little box about the size of your phone i think i've seen maybe those, a little bigger i've seen those on the internet it was like this big right like this big of a box mm -hmm. and about this tall and you know the little body was about maybe this long like your phone screen mm -hmm. yeah and super thin and it the wings were still intact and everything it was crazy but I'm like, maybe someone just made those and they're not actually real. But, you know, if they are, people are selling, like, real fossilized fairies. That's crazy. And where did they get them? <laughs> <coughs> so, these fairies right here, though, it says, When a family moves to a remote house at the edge of a wood. Here you go. Their idyllic life is shattered by the supernatural guest that inhabit their surroundings fairies lurk in the wood you can have it here see if you can tell the story while taking a hit fairies lurk in the wood and not the cute pixies in the garden spirits now you're hoping for the true little creatures <laughs> that abduct children the fairies won't disappear just because you don't believe in them. <coughs> <coughs> they must accurately resemble a sloth. <coughs> Ghastly, immortal creatures. Yep. That reside in the robe between the dead and the living. The family must consult the Book of Invasions, a real Irish tome that codifies all manner of mythical creatures and how to exercise them. Wow. I told that while smoking. That was, that was deep. That was deep. <laughs> that was deep. Number two. And I always butcher this name. La Llorona. He didn't butcher it. Yay! He said it like how my great-grandma would say it. <laughs> the weeping bitch. Oh. Just kidding. The See, now she's gonna pop up. Because you being disrespectful. <laughs> Don't do that. If we ever go to Mexico. She comes here too. To the U.S.? Yeah, that's right. Like in the movie, huh? Yes. She's gonna try to murder our children. She travels by water. All spirits do. 
The character of the weeping woman. Haven't you ever noticed she's always around water? <laughs> so think about it. If it's when it starts to rain, she gonna pop up because you mean disrespectful. You called La Llorona, bitch. <laughs> she was like, I was rained here, man. Well, you know what? Get you. Anyone who's trying to kill me or my kid is a bitch. <laughs> well, why are they trying to kill me and my kids? Answer that. Ghosts are repetitive, man. They don't even realize they're doing it, probably. Hmm. Haven't you ever noticed they just repeat because they're stuck? They just want... They're repetitive. They want that one sentence like they told your stupid ass, <laughs> get out. Just, oh my God, I don't know what they want. And then they bring the ghost and it's like, uh, the, the, the tranquility... What is the dude's name? Not a ventriloquist, because that's what the, pup, <laughs> the puppets... What's the other one? An ex... I don't know. Then you do like a seance or whatever. And then they communicate... Mm -hmm. And then they say a whole bunch of bullshit like, oh, yeah, did you have a family member? And then it's like, oh, they want you to get out of this house and move somewhere else. Sometimes they write it out for you on the mirror. Yeah. Get out. Get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> See, we should we should make a ghost parody movie. You're interrupting me. <laughs> so. So the weeping woman can be found in many mythologies taken from depictions of Medusa. To the woman in black. She represents a female figure consumed by grief and rage, often uh, responsible for the death of her children and rejection from afterlife. In Curse of La Llorona, a mother discovers her husband is cheating on her, and in blind rage she murders her children. Unable to live with what she's done, she commits suicide, but is denied entry into the afterlife. She's cursed to roam the earth, a vengeful spirit, Taking out her rage and sorrow on the mothers and their offspring. See? On other mothers. Okay. Who's this guy? You don't know who that is? You gotta tell the audience. Alright, number one is Count Orlock, a.k.a. Count Dracula, a.k.a. Vampire or Vampire. <laughs> it says Vampire right there. Is this the end? No, it's um, not the end. I was gonna say, is this the end of talking cannabis it's not the end of talking with cannabis folks it's all right we're still going i just need to get my shit because once we run out of cannabis it's just talking <laughs> talking with <laughs> anyways so through uh, not through <laughs> <laughs> though there was no R there. You want to try that challenge again? <laughs> so though there have been over 200 different cinematic depictions of Count Dracula, Count Orlock in Nosferatu mm -hmm. remains one of the most chilling and effective. The silent film released in 1929, holy shit. What the hell? <laughs> it's older than Frankenstein. Features Max Schreck. <laughs> As okay. the famous Count. Cool name. So Shrek has been famous for years. Max has been famous for years. You hear that, buddy? Max Shrek. What are you doing there? Sleeping. <laughs> He's unbothered. Honestly, until I lifted up his blanket. As the famous Count, whose vampiric appearance has much more in common with the blood-sucking creatures of European legend than the charming aristocrat of Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yes, you are correct. 
because believe it or not, vampires actually look like this. They don't look all cute and sexy or like <laughs> decent looking, <laughs> like they'd be making them look in other movies. True. It's it's just a fantasy thing. I know, but it's like you might as well <laughs> just make them what they are. Yeah, no one wants a ugly. Wants to sleep with an ugly vampire. No they only want to sleep with sexy ones. <laughs> no one will sleep with any. Alright. Maybe someone in our audience. Stoker is credited with writing the screenplay for the film as the story so closely mm. follows the events of his novel. Count Orlock contracts the services of Tom Thomas Hutter, mm -hmm. a character similar to Jonathan Harker, to help him buy a house. All the while planning to seduce Hutter's wife, Ellen, and drink her blood. So he was trying to get the wife. See, they were always seductive, no matter if they were an ugly, ugly piece not. of shit. Damn, maybe he wasn't a piece of shit. Maybe he was just <laughs> ugly. <laughs> well, he was trying to kill her. He was hungry. He would die. And he was just seducing her. Well... It's evil. I don't think you should call him a piece of shit. Okay. Anyways... That, that wraps from... up, uh, what the fuck is this? <laughs> the ten... No, it's the six mythical monsters. <laughs> ten best horror movie oh. monsters based on real mythology. My bad. So we really spent 37 minutes on one segment. Yeah, we usually do. Fuck, we gotta do better. No, we don't. Let's move on to monster history. So, because we don't have the monster book, we're gonna touch up on six mythical monsters from history.com pull it up baby number one the kraken okay let's just give a brief on the kraken the kraken is like a what like an octopus uh no not an octopus a squid there's no photo nope guess we'll never know oh it's right here what is this a squid looks the like a fucking giant octopus but the head shape Oh, wait, that is like an octopus. Or like a giant squid. That's what I'm saying. Like, the shape of the head is weird. Man, imagine the fucking uh, calamari fries from that thing. <laughs> the legend may have been inspired by sightings of actual giant squid. Okay, there we go. That answers our question. Wow, that sounds delicious. Number two, griffin. Bird meat. It's like a bird... I don't get it. It's just like a big ass with bird a with lion, a tail. With a lion butt. <laughs> yeah, they prey on smaller creatures. So, that's how the food chain goes. You know, you're smaller than me. I can eat you. Three is a manticore. I've never heard of that. And it looks like a man's head on with a, a lion. fucking lion's body. Yep. Number four is a basilic. Which is a dragon chicken. Wow. That would probably make some fire wings, no? Because they'd be extra big. Hella big ass. Let me get the jumbo <laughs> wing, fam. <laughs> Let me get the dragon wings. Like, you know you know, I need like two containers to put these wings in, fool. I gotta cut them in half and everything, too. Man. Oh, so... let me get half a wing. You know, it's gonna be like $5, right? You might as well just get the two for 10 but you still gotta cut them in half to cook them faster. Because you, you imagine you throwing a whole fucking big ass wing on the grill? It's gonna take forever. <laughs> in the deep fryer. <laughs> oh my bad, rooster. Even better. With the wings of a dragon or a bat. 
Oh, man, that sounds disgusting now. I've never had fried bat wings. Well, if it, <laughs> well just ask if it's dragon or bat, they'll tell you. That's what we should have for Halloween. We'll, we'll tell people it's fried bat wings. Remember when they did that to the chicken wings, and they made them all black with the food coloring in our little food episode? Bruh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Number five is the blem, blemier. Mm. I don't know what that is. Apparently, they're wild men. Just a bunch of wild men. Let's see. It looks like they're wearing, like... They have one eye and no head, and they have really long... (laughs) You see what... Yeah, they're like... Yeah, it's like the eyes on the chest. They have a beard down there, though, and it's really long. They have a beard on their penis. It goes all the way down to their feet. <laughs> or they just have really long, hairy penises that I think it's touch just, the floor. No, I think it's just like hair. And then, yeah, they're just guys. A couple guys. <laughs> they're apparently wild men. Hmm. With bats. <laughs> like bats Six for baseball. is rock. <laughs> it's a giant bird. Baseball wasn't even invented back then. Apparently the rock is a giant bird. Was well, that it? Yeah, number six was rock. Okay. Yeah. No picture for that one? Nope, but apparently... Uh, it was like a giant bird of prey, rumored to be so strong that it could snatch an elephant from the ground. Stories of the giant fowls originated in Arabic fairy tales and mythology before making their way to the West in accounts by travelers like Marco Polo, who noted that the rock's preferred hunting method was to drop its victims from deadly heights and then prey upon the carcass. It's just funny because it said the rocks, and then it made me think like the rock, you know. (laughs) Wow. That was interesting. It was. So now we're going to move on to our last and final segment, which is Halloween do's and don'ts. The do's and don'ts of Halloween from HerCampus.com. So remember, folks, don't do these things on Halloween. And also do do these things on Halloween. Number one, do dress up. Should we read? Or just read They the get things. the point, you know. Dress look, up. Look nice, y'all. Do something good. Number Celebrate. two. Don't be offensive. Yes, so dress up, but don't be offensive. Yeah, don't do none of that uh-uh, indigenous people stuff. Don't do that. Don't. Don't, bro, just don't. Just don't. <laughs> just don't. It's over with. It's over. Like, we're past that. And we don't, don't be don't a cop. Do that. Don't, don't, don't put on a sombrero and a poncho. Yeah, and, and don't, a large mustache with a tequila bottle. Don't be a taco. Don't be a tequila bottle. Oh, my gosh. Don't be a chihuahua with a taco. No, there have been, like, people that, that have dressed up as burritos or tacos. and I mean, like... Just went out just straight up just disgraceful. Maybe they're dressing up as just the food, not to poke fun at the whole thing. Maybe they just really like that food. I don't know, but still. I love tacos. You gotta really think about it before you leave the house. You know what I mean? Like, I might be okay with this, but is everyone else okay with this? I don't know. Like, this might be too much. And I, and the only reason why I'm saying don't dress up as a cop, because it's like there's just so much controversial crap about cops. You know, just be a fucking firefighter. <laughs> Don't, don't buy your son that police costume. 
So just don't do decorate. Decorating your space for Halloween. Yeah, is do the decorate. Best fun. Make it cute. I made like a little like Halloween flower vase. It's got like some purple and black roses, some berries that are purple and silver, some like orange glitter shit. It's cute. Right, babe? Right. Don't prank a house. Yes. No toilet paper, no eggs. Don't be ding dong ditching. Don't be stealing the candy bowl. Vandalism Just don't be is that butthead that fucking does all the dumb shit. And then it ruins all the fun too. for everyone else. We have cameras now too. They so. have the ring doorbell camera too. So they be, they'll see who's going to come up see. and grab that candy bowl and they're yeah, taking you, more than one or take yeah, the whole you, bowl. You put on that little, uh, the little Michael Myers mask, and we saw you buy the costume. Have you ever, like, we went trick-or-treating, and then, like, you seen, like, the group of kids before you, like, grab, like, hella fucking candy out of the bowl, or, like, they grab the bowl and dump it in, and then, like, fucking run off? And then you're like, well, now I can't go to that house, because they're gonna think I did it. <laughs> so, you just skip that house. I've seen that, like, maybe once or twice. My hand is freezing, because this bong is so cold. It's like your hand, man. Do, I can't talk. Oh, I can talk and take the hit, but it's hard. Do trick or treat as a group. Yeah, be safe. Don't be greedy. Take one. Don't be a fucking asshole. Unless they say it's okay. The okay. Don't host a seance. Because you might have some doorways you can't close. Do indulge in spooky things, <coughs> such as ghost stories, scary movies, realistic pop props galore. I said pops. Don't overdo not-so-spooky things. So, I'm not sure what the hell they mean by that. They don't. It's kind of like a bullshit-ass ending, if Don't you ask me. overdo not-so-spooky things. So basically things that aren't like super spooky. Like, or festive for the day of Halloween. Like pumpkin spice, like the whole month is just a bit obs obsessive and excessive. So like, yeah, don't do that shit. And indulge on like, you know, just the fun shit. I guess that's their whole point. Don't be fucking boring. Don't be basic this Halloween. But I'm going to tell y'all something right now. I'm going to be hella basic. Well? I have three costume ideas. I'm just not sure which one I want to do. I don't know what I want to do. What I want to do. What I, what I, what I, I mean, do. either way, I'm sure you'll like it. Yeah, not really sure why I'm getting this advertisement. I don't know, but that pretty much wraps up day 12. So then... So thank you. <laughs> Who are you gonna say? <laughs> so thank my friends. I'm say, I was gonna say so vain. I don't know why I wanted to say that, but well, I didn't want to say that. My mouth obviously wanted to say that, but yes, thank you so much for joining us today for this special episode and. Stay safe out there and stay lit and all that stuff. And uh, as always, happy, happy Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. We suck. I'm just tired, all right?
Alright guys, have a good one. We'll see you tomorrow for day 13. Um, I'll give you a sneak peek. It has something to do with... Uh, pranks and uh, cult classics. Cheerio, everyone. Stay safe out there. Happy Halloween. Yep, happy Halloween. Bye, guys.